something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I am Cat Wonders, and this is episode 42. And it is the Valentine's Day episode. I kind of screwed up and forgot to grab. I was going to grab some, like, dollar store <laughs> Valentine's Day decorations uh, for my studio. And then I didn't, and I was like, ah, I wish I had some red craft paper. Uh, but I don't, <laughs> because I don't run a preschool. But I'm wearing... Um, Valentine's Day themed stuff, a red beautiful top that I just got, some red bows in my hair, um, a nice little heart necklace and uh, heart gold earrings. So there you go. And I also have some Valentine's themed cat facts. Couldn't find any real good Valentine's jokes. Um, I got a good tune for us to listen to today and uh, I've got a cocktail to make. And if you hadn't noticed... My brand new intro. So I had so much fun with this. Now, uh, I knew I wanted like a podcast intro for quite some time. I wanted something kind of vintagey feeling and something that had a character of myself, as you see. Um, and it was just such a fun process and I'm really, really happy with it. Um, there's still a little bit of like some stuff that I have to do, like create kind of a new opening segment for cat facts, kitty twisters, or just like something. Um, so that's not quite finished yet. So you won't see any of that in this video, but it's ha it's happening. I just had to throw it out there. Also kind of almost like a rebrand uh, in the sense that my kitty liquor logo is no longer what it used to be. It's now kind of this funky 70s retro kind of uh, font. And I love it. I just love the whole thing. And I think it's really just jazzes things up. And I'm all about jazzing things up. <laughs> um, so big thank you to Jenna, Milo, and to Sarah for uh, working with me on that. I'm going to link their stuff down below, like their company. So in case you yourself are a podcaster or just want anything really cool done, then uh, that's where you should go and um, check them out. So I'm going to be, <laughs> I think I just tied this too tight. So this has like a, see this, this ribbon and it's supposed to just tie your top back. And I really don't need it that tight because it looks better when it's tighter, but nobody's seeing me from the back anyway. <laughs> so I can, uh, and if you're listening to this podcast, there is a video version on YouTube and you should go check it out because there is a lot of aesthetic glory happening here with my outfits, my makeup. I have a little red heart on my cheek. And uh, yeah, so if you want to see all that stuff and of course all the links, then you have to go to YouTube, which is where it's at. Uh, episode 42, woohoo. 42 is one of my favorite numbers. Don't ask me why, it just is. I, oh yeah, and you're going, what the hell is that behind you? Um, so <laughs> I was gifted a neon sign from a company called Shine My Way and it's not a genuine neon sign. It's it's like an LED light. Um, it came with a remote control, which does not work. I tried changing the battery. It does not work. So the remote wouldn't change the color. It would only change the mode, the brightness, 
maybe would make it flash like that. I don't know. But um, I feel like the LED light, what, like the power source or something is too slow. So the frames per second that my camera can record uh, is just really picking up on that. But it kind of looks like, you know, when there's like a girls, girls, girls neon sign on like the Vegas Strip and it's kind of one of them is dying out. So it's flickering. It almost looks more genuine, if you ask me. <laughs> so... Episode 42. Now, I have a... It's not really a Valentine's themed cocktail. <laughs> I'm kind of behind the eight ball on this. I'm going to make it Valentine's though. Sometimes it's more about the energy you put into it. <laughs> uh, I've just got red food coloring. <laughs> this is... And you know what? Red is like the easiest color of cocktail to make, but I just don't have any juice or anything like that. So I'm going to have to use maybe a bit of red food coloring, which in my opinion is the yuckiest tasting food coloring. By the way, if you've ever had like icing on a cake that's red or green, it's usually kind of yucky. So let's just not use too much. And it maybe it'll be pink. I could try to make like more of a pink cocktail as opposed to red. Less food coloring, less years taken off my life from whatever the hell is in the food coloring. <laughs> I'm sure it's derived from natural sources, but like it turns out that natural sources is the name of like a chemical company. <laughs> Don't you love when they do that? Wasn't there like a thing with McDonald's and don't quote me on this, this could be totally false, but they were claiming that they were using 100% beef. The name of the company they were buying the beef from was called 100% beef. So there was like some like really uh, twisted name throwing. That's not the, what I'm trying to say. It was just shady. It was pretty shady. So uh, anyway, let's get into the cocktail. Now, this is an invention by me. So this is a genuine concoctail. And it's going to involve kiwi, lemon, maybe some lime, vodka, and triple sec. Now, this is not by any means a daiquiri but I grabbed a daiquiri glass because I wanted to. And uh, some accessories here that I will be deciding which accessory will go best with my whatever I'm gonna call it. Sorry, I'm gonna try not to bang things on the table and annoy you. Uh, okay, and then I do actually have fresh lemon, but to be honest, my lemon squeezer is still in a bag from last week's podcast when I used it to create the twisty kitty. So, sorry. We're going to use the bottled stuff. I was a jarred stuff. I got myself my martini shaker, which has some melted ice in there, which I'm going to drink out of it because I don't want to water down my cocktail. I've got food coloring. I've got my kiwi. Um, I brought a knife with a red handle. Now, you know... If you don't do what I tell you, I already told you what I would do, right? Cut this kiwi right in half. Anyway, I've got some edible shimmer dust. So if you've never seen me use this before, it creates a really neat kind of shimmer effect in the cocktail itself. And um, it is, you could dust it on like cakes, like cake icing or cookies, like brush it on. It just makes it really beautiful, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what, I brought an extra cutting board when I have one in front of me. Triple sec, and probably my favorite vodka, Stoli, or Stolishnaya. It's Russian, I believe. Stolishnaya vodka, proudly produced and bottled at the historic La Villas Balamas in Latvia, in Riga, Latvia. 
So it's bottled. Produced and bottled in Latvia. I thought it was Russian. Where is Latvia? <laughs> is Latvia in Russia? No, I'm just joking. I know it's a country, but still, okay, I feel like my top now that is not tied is going to be like, woo, just wait. Once I create this cocktail, <laughs> you know, I like to free pour. Uh, then we'll see. My top just may fly right off. This is why you want to watch the video version. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get rid of some of this water. I'm just going to pour it into my can here. And why am I doing it like a heathen? Just put the freaking... Okay, water gone. Mess starting. Okay, here we go. I have like a ton of ice in here. Just sometimes when I'm preparing for to film my podcast, I I sometimes it's like an hour after I create like my concoction or my bunch of product I'm going to be using. And then anyway, you know what I'm saying? Then all the ice melts in this shitty. But now I got lots of ice. That's fine. I'm going to do an ounce of vodka. Look pretty close. Then I'm going to do one ounce of triple sec. You know what? Because I do want lots of liquid in this, I'm gonna add a bit more vodka. <laughs> Boop. So one and a half ounces of vodka, one ounce of triple sec, depending on how boozy you want your drink to be. But because we're all rooting for my top to fly off, I made mine boozier. Actually, that's one thing that I don't do is get naked when I get drunk. Um, which is very seldom nowadays. <laughs> Hangover suck. <laughs> okay, so lemon juice, lime juice. Why am I doing both? I don't know. And I'm going to add a little bit of sterling pearl. Be very careful with this. Oh crap. I bought three of these little containers I bought three of these little containers and um, I keep them all in the same place. So I'm just gonna see what this looks like. So there's some of it stuck to the lid here. I'm just gonna see if what it does to my hand here. You See that? So, I mean, I could even like use this as eyeshadow. It's quite pretty. Is it picking up? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, so you need very little of this stuff. So I'm just gonna go like that. <laughs> Sorry, I had to poke fun at that. Maybe a little bit more, so like that much more. It's like a gram. <laughs> How would I know? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay, uh, and then the kiwi I'm just gonna use as a kind of a green accent. What does green have to do with Valentine's Day? Pfft, I don't know. How you feel the next day after you drink two bottles of champagne. I'm gonna make this pink. So I'm gonna just do one, two drops. This is one thing that you don't wanna spill. Food coloring. Okay, well hopefully this is gonna turn into something. Here we go. I'm gonna blow a kiss into it because it's Valentine's Day. You ever seen a mixologist do that? And I'm not claiming to be a mixologist, by the way, by any means. Okay, here we go.
I love it. And can you see the shimmer? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm too close there. It just makes it pretty. And I love pretty things. Now, I do think that a little kiwi wedge is what we need here. The pink and green. What do you think? I don't know why I'm speaking in a strange Latvian accent. I haven't even taken a sip yet. That would make sense though, wouldn't it? What do they speak? What language do they speak in Latvia? Is what I want to know. Latvian? So it's kind of like, it's funny where, you know, people from Brazil, you'd think they speak Brazilian. No, it, they speak Portuguese. So that's what I'm wondering, like Latvian, is that even a language? Probably not. They probably speak Russian. <laughs> I'm so dumb, you guys. Um, I'm just not that worldly. If I were, then maybe I would know the answer to that question. My sister, I should probably like phone a friend. I'm gonna actually call my sister right now. I said, hey sis, I'm filming my pod. Can I call you on air and ask a question? She's gonna be like, what kind of question? I feel like it's a surprise. <laughs> she is a language expert, but she might not even know the answer either. So let's see if she writes me back. <laughs> so let me taste this bad boy. Oh, sorry, cheers. You know that when you look, no, when you cheer somebody, you're supposed to look them in the eye as you cheers them, it's kind of like a handshake. If you don't, then you get seven years of bad luck. I don't know, something like that. Okay. <sighs> I've done it again. And now I have to come up with a name for this gorgeous, lovely cocktail. Kiwi really wasn't even an ingredient. It's just an accessory. So in this is just lemon, lime, vodka, shimmer dust, food coloring, and triple sec. I'm gonna add another accessory because I'm just bougie like that. <laughs> just grabbing all red and pink. I don't wanna do the pitcher. I also have a peppermint stick. <laughs> no. No, if it was cinnamon, yes, not peppermint. Okay, so these are my options. Better check under my nails, it's like clean. Um, and I'm thinking that, boom, boom. I'm feeling this, I'm feeling the ice bucket. <laughs> uh, let's see. It'll also actually like function as a, <gasps> This is what you have to see. So if you didn't see the shimmer before, watch, ready? That's what I'm talking about. It just adds a little pizzazz. Jazz. Jazz it up, pizzazz it up. Now, what the? I guess it needs to be shorter. Oh, well. <laughs> it's gonna fly out. It's gonna hit me in the face, actually. I called that one, <laughs> nobody's fault but my own. Um, I also have some love hearts. And I thought that I would like maybe read some of the names out on my podcast, like people who comment and so randomly pick someone and then choose a heart. 
and then that's my message to you. Why not? Hmm. <laughs> this cocktail, there's a tiny bit of sugar in it from the triple sec. I shouldn't say a tiny bit, like a shot's worth of sugar. So probably six tablespoons. <laughs> um, I'm just going to pull up my comments on my podcasts to, oh, what am I doing? Deleting everything. By the way, I had to film this intro twice. Um, in the middle of my intro to this podcast, duh, um, uh, the my camera was full. So I had to go and delete some stuff off the camera um, card, memory card. And I freaking deleted the intro. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I literally, like, the feeling that I got when I deleted the intro was so overdramatic. I was like, oh no, because I'm already running late and blah, blah, blah. And so I had to redo it. Um, all right. So my latest podcast, episode 41. Let's see what kind of comments we got here. And uh, I'm only going to read these off on a first name basis, just because some people don't want their name read aloud for billions of people to see. I mean, my audience is just massive now with my half a million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> my milestone reached, you know, they used to have uh, a play button. So when you reach a, a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, you receive a silver play button from YouTube. It's a plaque. And I've had it in the box forever just because I knew I was moving at the time when I received it and I was like not sure where to put it. And so it's still in the box. Um, there used to be a gold play button. Sorry, what was it? It was a bronze play button for 500,000, but they'd stopped doing that because they're like, okay, <laughs> there's too many people with 500,000 subscribers. We got to stop doing this. So the next one is a million subscribers. So I'm halfway to a million uh, on YouTube. And um, yeah. Uh, lazy. <laughs> I won't say the last name just because, I mean, you could probably find him in the comments. Lazy, this is for you. <laughs> I read it <laughs> by accident. Here we go. Lazy, I'll expect an email after this. All right, I'm not looking at them. I'm saving it to be a surprise. Lawrence. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Lawrence, I'm shy. <laughs> uh, do you know these are called conversation candies? Uh, or like conversation hearts. I was doing some like research about Valentine's Day and like, you know, the, the hearts, the candy hearts that say things on them which is pretty much the, the same concept, but they're a bit different. They're more, they taste kind of like pepperminty. They, uh, they're called conversation hearts or conversation candies. The next one is Carlos. Carlos, this is for you. And this one says, this is for you and only you. I don't know if my camera's even focusing on what I'm saying. Okay, one more, one more. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Steven. Steven, this is for you. Smiley face. Okay, I'll do one more because that doesn't, that sucks. 
Steven! It's true. <laughs> wow, what a fun segment. <laughs> I should do that in every episode, not. Uh, so I'm on keto right now, so I'm kind of busting my keto a little bit for you because I put so much sugar in my freaking cocktail, but that's fine. Because the taste of sugar is orgasmic to me. And putting those those love hearts over there was a little bit difficult. Um, okay, so we made the cocktail. Now we have to name it. It's gorgeous. I almost want to be like, I don't know, something with the word glitter. Shimmer. Oh my God. I got to slow down. Woo. And it's Valentine's Day. Okay, let's be, let's think about this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, so dork. Uh, <laughs> Shimmer. Shimmer me timbers. <laughs> Ooh, I can't think of anything. I don't know. <laughs> Get it? Because it's shiver me timbers. <laughs> shimmer me timbers. <clears throat> um, <sighs> shimmery love. That's it. That's all I got. Shimmery. Shimmery. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> convinced that that's the best I can do. Shimmery, a shimmery kitten. <laughs> oh, frick. Shimmery, <laughs> shim shimmery, shim shimmery, shim shim shirah. <laughs> I'm really, I'm sorry, I'm kind of like a giddy mood. <clears throat> shimmery lovers. <laughs> That's it. Shimmery lovers. That's what we're going to name this right now because I'm edgy. <laughs> And already a little bit tipsy. Actually, that's not true. It, it's gonna happen soon though. Okay, getting rid of that. Ah, my week. So obviously exciting things. New intro, got that all finalized. And uh, let me know your thoughts actually down below in the comments. Um, I definitely wanna keep with the, so I, if you have watched any of my previous podcasts, you've heard me talk about my affinity for the 70s. And even though I was not born in that era, um, I think I think what did it, to, like my sister and I were talking about this because uh, she kind of knows what I'm talking about, but um, doesn't maybe ha share the same passion for it that I do. And I don't even know if you can have a passion for an era, <laughs> but I basically like, oh shit. Sorry, I got really distracted by a bird flying by my window and I forgot what I was talking about. So anyway, with regard to like my podcast feel and kind of the the groove of my podcast, uh, 70s is kind of the way that I wanted to go. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just collaborated with my new pals and we came up with this. I mean, I shouldn't say we, I just had some ideas and they just executed it right away. I kept trying to look at things and be like, what do I want to change or this or that? And really nothing. They just kind of hit it right on the head right away. Um, so anyway, that is happening. So I'm also kind of rebranding my, um, just using the new font, which is sort of the font that I would have chosen at the very beginning anyway. Uh, but of course, you know, I'm limited to what I'm able to use and license and that kind of thing. So uh, they hit it right on the head. So anyway, the thumbnails, which is like the cover image of YouTube videos, if you don't know what thumbnails are, but I mean, they can, thumbnails are all kind of all sorts of things, but that's what I'm referring to. Um, they are going to kind of have a little bit of a different look to them. Same with the 
Same with like the Spotify podcast art, just a little square that says episode whatever. Um, we'll also look a bit different, but uh, which is really exciting for me because like a bit of a rebrand. I shouldn't say like a total rebrand, but just the look of what I'm doing is uh, interesting and I love it. Um, and so that that happened. Um, also, I don't know if you've ever heard of Wicked Weasel. Wicked Weasel is like the OG um, micro bikini website uh, where I heard about it a long time ago, like when I was first doing, I shouldn't say a long time ago, but when I first started doing my uh, swimsuit try-ons, I had so many requests to do Wicked Weasel swimsuits. And then at the long time ago, I went on there and I was like, oh, it's just too expensive. I just can't afford to, to, um, to go there. I mean, they're not now thinking about it. It's really, they're really not that expensive. And what you get is like prima quality, but, uh, they, we did like a little collaboration. They sent me some stuff and I took some photos and, uh, to my real delight, they posted me on their Instagram page. And I was like, wow, it may not seem like a big deal to a lot of people, but I've been checking this website out for a long time and this Instagram and I'm like, thank you very much for putting me on your Instagram. That was awesome. They have a ton of followers and uh, it was just kind of an honor. And I'm really looking forward to collaborating with them again. And uh, yeah, their swimsuit quality is, and they don't just have micro bikinis. They've got all kinds of swimsuits. I recently just placed an order for a bunch more stuff from them and, uh, I ordered a couple micro bikinis for my micro bikini high tier coming up, I think in May ish. Um, and they have cute dresses and cover ups and stuff. So, anyway, just putting that out there. I was excited about that. Um, this neon sign that came in. Still trying to decide what I think about that. <laughs> Oh, my sister wrote back. Let's see what she says. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so when my sister's on break, she's going to call me. And I'm going to have my first live guest on my podcast. That's if she wants to. <laughs> she is at work, so she might not be able to, but don't get your hopes up too high. Um, I've been... I've been filming um, some special little Valentine's treats. I am going to be posting on Patreon and OnlyFans. So just so you know, I do have a free OnlyFans and I've also got a Patreon. That's all linked down below in the description box. Uh, so on Valentine's Day, I will be doing like an extra special little post and uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, and then I've also kind of gone on a little bit of a, an email mission where I've reached out to of the Canadian distilleries in existence. <laughs> so I, I did find a website, it's called Distilleries Canada. And um, I essentially sent emails to the distillery saying, hey, I'm a Canadian YouTuber and I would actually love to promote some more Canadian brands. I mean, Shelley's Latvian and I've got, you know, I think the only other Canadian product that I've used aside from Black's Distillery, which is really great too, is uh, the Empress Gin, which is made in Victoria. Um, so, but I'm like, oh, there's so many great little distilleries here and there. And then the, some of the backstories from the distilleries and I've been learning so much and, and, uh, people are down. So I'm going to be getting boxes of booze, boxes of booze for my boxes of boobs. Anyway, um, so that'll be interesting. And they're also going to send me some recipes. So I think at this point I've got about 11 or 12 distilleries on board and, uh, we're going to get wasted. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm going to be respectfully 
um, giving each spirit their own um, glory day <laughs> where, you know, I'm going to be taste testing. I do love to taste things, obviously, before I mix a drink, just to be like, huh, could I sip this? Because I have been known to sip like tequila and gin and uh, Black's Distillery. They make the maybe the best gin I've ever had. And that's saying a lot because I love gin. Uh, so highly recommend that one. But they're going to be sending me some shade and I'm excited. Okay. So I find that I use my phone way more when I'm stressed. I didn't really know that I was using my phone as an actual like vice. It wasn't until recently that I I had to like force myself to leave my phone downstairs while I went upstairs to clean my studio. And all I would be doing would be streaming either a podcast or a YouTube video as I was doing the task. And when my studio gets to the point where it needs to be like cleaned or reorganized because I've accumulated so much stuff, some stuff has to go, it's a, it's a task. So I made myself leave my phone downstairs while I did this. And I literally got it done in like a quarter of the time it would have taken if I had been streaming. And I'm not even talking about watching. I'm just talking streaming in the background, a podcast or like some sort of video that I would want to watch. And I thought to myself, how is that possible? You don't even realize how often you stop what you're doing to pay attention to what you're listening to. It's fine, I think, like when if I'm driving somewhere because I'm not necessarily watching it. But realize that I have a little bit of a problem when I'm kind of left to my own devices and I'm supposed to be doing something. I want to kind of comfort myself at the same time. So if I'm doing something like if I'm scrubbing toilets, I want to play something I want to watch or hear to soothe myself through it. And um, I'm realizing that like I, I watch fewer videos and less like I use less of my phone when I'm less stressed. So it is definitely a vice for me. And I think it is for a ton of us. And problem is, is that I noticed like a while ago, I had a friend that whenever she would kind of get into an argument with her boyfriend would kind of protest and just go on the phone and just they would just ignore each other at the table rather than have to work things out. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't know if this is like something that's going on all the time everywhere. I do have a bit of a sneaking suspicion that a lot of relationships have a lot of unresolved issues because it's just easier to turn your back and go on your phone and not confront each other or, you know what I mean? Like they, and I just remember, I, I remember seeing my friend upset and then just on her phone and I could tell she was like tearing up and there was no resolve. And maybe, I mean, I was there and other people were there too, but I was like, how often does this happen where you, you just go on your phone instead of hash it out? You know what I mean? Oh no, I don't want to do that. It depends on personality types. I'm sure that there's a lot of people that just shut off and go on their phone. They just don't, they can't deal with it. They don't like confrontation. They'd rather just, okay, fine, whatever. And go on their phone and never, and then, I mean, it builds, it builds. And builds and builds and builds. And then eventually will come out. It's just really not a good thing. So another thing to be aware of. But I am more productive without my phone. I'm kind of glad that I had like a bit of a realization so that I can very consciously, when I have a task to do, put my phone away. Because yeah, it's fun to do it at the same time you're listening to something, but it does cause like 55 interruptions, unnecessary interruptions. 
So I want to ask you, what is something popular nowadays that annoys you? When I read this question, I 100% knew the answer immediately. The freaking music. Okay, I have become my parents, okay? Telling me that what I was listening to was garbage. I am now an adult that thinks that the music that's been coming out lately, unlike the charts, is garbage. Not all of it, but like 90% of it. There's like, okay, so... Everybody's got their own taste in music. I personally don't listen to rap music, but it's like everywhere nowadays. And it's so vulgar. It's like out of control vulgar. And like music is not only like, I keep saying like, like I'm 15 again. Um, Music is not only on iTunes and what kids are listening to. It's the basis of TikTok videos, Instagram, like it's in the background of every single thing you see on social media nowadays, because now photos are kind of like a thing of the past. It's all video now. And every video has some sort of music behind it. And I just find that it's just vulgar crap. And I, I get that there's like talent to that, that you need to have to be able to put that kind of thing together. And I get it. But it's just everywhere. (laughs) And it annoys me because I hate it. I hate like, I guess if I was maybe, you know, at a twerk competition, I'd, I'd want to whip out the big guns and just go for it. I can't twerk if my life depended on it. Just so you know, (laughs) don't get excited. (laughs) You won't find any twerking on my OnlyFans or patrons. So don't, don't let that be your motivation. But oh, I just, it just drives me crazy. And if I were to go to a club, what what are clubs anymore anyway? <laughs> but if I were to go out and like dance and have a good time, I'd have to skip out on the majority because I love to dance. I love a good rhythm. Um, as you know, you've listened to some of the music that I play. I like a good kind of rhythm. Anyway, not anymore. I'm an old lady. <sighs> Surprise your man this Valentine's Day with a bald bajingo. Or shock your girlfriend with some silky bro globes. Ugh, I can't keep up with all of this millennial lingo. Shave your balls, that's what she wants. Thank Cupid for the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. This all-in-one self-grooming kit is designed for all of his self-grooming needs. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, cordless and is built with advanced skin-safe technology, reducing painful nicks and cuts on your most precious regions. It also has a strategic LED light, which is very helpful when you are shaving those very hard to see areas. Also included in the Performance Package 4.0 is the Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. And let me tell you, these products smell great. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer is also included and is cordless and waterproof too, and is also outfitted with the same skin-safe technology, so you're not going to be ripping your nose hairs and ear hairs out. Wait! There's more! (laughs) Check out the Shears 2.0 Luxury 6-Piece Stainless Steel Nail Kit! It's masculine, sleek, and sexy, and yes, women do appreciate trimmed and toned hands. And for a limited time, when you buy the Performance Package 4.0, you will receive two free gifts. The Shed 
travel bag, and the anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. So make this Valentine's Day the best Valentine's Day ever and get him the gift he really needs and wants. And it's also a gift for yourself. So get 20% off plus free shipping when you use code kitty at manscaped.com slash catwonders. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring today's podcast and back to our regular programming. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Facts. And there will be no um, little musical intro. I'm working on that, so that's coming, but let's just get into it. So Cat Facts is a segment where I go online and find interesting facts about different things. And sometimes the facts are true and real, but sometimes they're BS and uh, that I'm kind of at the mercy of the internet. So if you really want to know more about specific things that I talk about, then you must do your own research. <laughs> but as far as I know, these websites are legit and uh, let's just get into it. Okay, St. Valentine wasn't just one person. You may already know that Valentine's Day was named after a patron saint, St. Valentine, but there's actually some confusion surrounding which St. Valentine the holiday technically honors. According to history.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday, including one Valentine who was a priest in the thirds in third century Rome. As the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius II's ban on marriage. He thought it distracted young, young soldiers, illegally marrying couples in the spirit of love until he was caught and sentenced to death. So this Valentine was marrying people in the spirit of love, but was caught. So that sounds pretty legit. Um, <clears throat> Another legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome, and that he actually said the first Valentine message to himself while imprisoned, writing a letter signed from your Valentine. I think the first one is the real Valentine. I mean, writing a Valentine to yourself? I don't know. Um, okay, this is kind of weird. Valentine's Day has its roots in an ancient pagan festival. Though some historians believe that Valentine's Day commemorates the death of St. Valentine on February 14th, others believe that the holiday actually has its origins in a pagan fertility festival called Lupercalia, which was celebrated on February 15th in ancient Rome. Dedicated to Phanus, the Roman god of agriculture, and Roman founders Romulus and Remus, <laughs> um, the day was celebrated by sacrificing animals and smacking women with animal hides. <laughs> A practice that was believed to encourage fertility. So Valentine's Day has all sorts of strange roots. Cupid has its roots in Greek mythology. He's the charming cherub that appears on Valentine's Day cards, often depicted with a bow and arrow. But how did Cupid become a common symbol of Valentine's Day? According to time, the figure can actually be traced all the way back to 700 BC to the Greek god of love named Eros. Eros, Eros, E-R-O-S, who was actually a handsome, immortal man with the intimidating power to make people fall in love. It wasn't until the 4th century BCE that Romans adopted Eros into the image of a cute little boy with a bow and arrow name, naming him Cupid. By the turn of the 19th century, Cupid had become linked to Valentine's Day due to his love-matching powers. So he went from like a ripped man to a little boy? I, I don't know. 
about that. Uh, not until the 1840s did we get the first mass-produced valentines. People started exchanging cards and handwritten letters to both lovers and friends during the 17th century, but it was the 1840s that the first Valentine's Day cards were mass-produced in the U.S., sold by Esther A. Howland. Howland. <laughs> Known as the mother of the American Valentine, Howland is credited with commercializing Valentine's Day cards in America, and she's remembered for her elaborate crafty cards made with lace and ribbons. Is our life any better for knowing that? No. Today, Americans spend a lot on love. According to the National Retail Foundation, that exists, uh, Americans spent over $20, over $20 billion on Valentine's Day gifts in 2019, and we're expected to spend a record-breaking $27.4 billion for 2020, including $2.4 billion on candy alone. <laughs> that was weird. People also expected to spend an average of approximately $196 million for... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hopefully my future boyfriend will spend that on me uh, for Valentine's Day. But people also expect to spend an average of approximately $196 for Valentine's Day, with men spending around $291 compared to women spending $106 on vibrators. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the Valentine's Day gift that people spend the most on is jewelry. Duh, I don't even need to read that to you. Nearly 6 million couples get engaged on Valentine's Day. So if you're kind of thinking, I think my man might propose to me one of these days, and it's February 13th, wear your best dress on February 14th. That concludes cat facts, your Valentine's Day cat facts. Go ahead and repeat them to who you want to, but do your research first. So I found a tune that I almost closed the audio off. That would have been ridiculous. And I'm going to play it for you because that's what we do here nowadays is play some tunes. Now, which, what, where is this it? <laughs> I don't really know about that intro. Seventies. I got that vibe. Disco. Don't worry, I'm not gonna improv sing this time. Just joking, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sing along and really entertain you. Sip my cocktail and eat my kiwi. <laughs> you know what rhymes with kiwi? It's a real product, you know what it's called? A shiwi. <laughs> I've used it. I'm gonna talk about that after this, in case you guys are curious.
That's called Take It Away by White Bones. I'll be honest, I really didn't listen to the intro of that song. I kind of like skipped to the um, middle part. <laughs> That's all right. My bad. It's uh, still funky and fresh and uh, probably something you've never heard before. Kiwi, Shiwi. Uh, a Shiwi. <laughs> this is something that I bought for myself a while ago because... I happen to wear one-piece snowsuits. I've tried them on on my channel. I, you've seen me wear them probably on Instagram. And it's really hard to take a pee when you're in a one-piece snowsuit. So then there was some sort of ad, I think, online where they were advertising something called a Shiwi. And this is like a device that you put over top of your entire peach area and pee, and it has a spout that comes out, kind of like it's imitating a wiener. <laughs> and I thought, genius, now I can just literally unzip my snowsuit, pull it down a little bit, and stand up and pee. And not have to like crouch down, make sure you're not pissing on your snowsuit, right? Which I have done before. I will, I, maybe I won't tell you the story. Anyway. I wound up ordering this thing. And of course, the commercial is hilarious for it. Like it looks great. And I thought, how shocking would it be to just pull over to the side of the bush, like when you're skiing, and then just stand up and pee as a woman, right? And uh, so I ordered this thing and it came in the mail. <clears throat> it was like almost hard plastic, <laughs> which is not what it looked like on the advertisement. This is so true to like freaking the ads of today where it just tricks you into buying a product and it literally was like $3.99 or something. I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna give this thing a shot. So I, I, decided, I decided to use it like in my bathroom before using it in public and thank God I did. Thank Cupid I did because it did not work. It literally did not gasket properly. And I could imagine that like everybody's built differently. So like how could one fit, one size fit all kind of thing. Um, and it was a disaster. It's pee started coming out of like the back, the front, the side. And essentially, uh, luckily I have like a good pinch <laughs> if I have to stop myself. So, and I just had to kind of like maneuver myself to drain it. And it was the worst. And then I realized that like what I had purchased was was kind of a knockoff of like an actual Shiwi. It was like a, this one was called like a Sheenus. <laughs> That's not true. This is actually stemming from a joke that I made about <laughs> why is it called a Shiwi? Why isn't it called a Sheenus? <laughs> so true because like that would be the product that I would create called a sheenus with like two e's s-h-e-e-n-i-s because it's like a sheath and it's also mimicking a penis oh my god okay so uh anyway it was just a knockoff version of the shiwi and uh it didn't work <laughs> so I'm really glad that that happened in the privacy of my bathroom rather than on the ski slopes in Whistler. <laughs> oh my God. If suddenly the Sheenas becomes a thing, I'm going to email whoever I met and be like, you watched my podcast, didn't you? I'd eat you, but too much sugar. 
What was a really popular toy when you were a kid? And I'm thinking like around the 10 year old mark, not when you were two or three or, I'm not that you would remember anyway, but um, 10, 10 years old, between like 10 and 12. It hit me the other day and I forgot all about this, Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? So if you're older than me, then you won't. But if you're my age or maybe a bit younger, you'll remember. Now, Pogs were such a thing. Almost like Pokemon cards when they were in their heyday. What Pogs were was round little cardboard cutouts with characters on them of some type. One side had like nothing and the other side had the picture of the character. And if you've seen Squid Game, I think it's similar to like the little cardboard things they had to try to flip over like the little cardboard envelopes or like the paper envelopes they had to hit with the other color and flip the on anyway if you've not seen Squid Game you don't you won't know what I'm talking about but the concept of Pogs was you have a slammer which was I'm sure that's what they were called um either plastic or metal and you would try to flip the Pogs over so for example if I was battling you you'd put your Pog down I put my Pog down over top and then if I slammed down, either my pog or yours would flip over. If they both flipped over, I could keep it, keep your pog. So that's how you would kind of gain pogs. And anyway, I just, the nostalgic feeling I had when I remembered pogs, I was like, whoa, this is something that will probably come back. And I'm like, is there such thing as like a pog stock? <laughs> where you can invest now before it com like comes back, especially after Squid Game and that game, people recognize it. And um, I mean, hopefully not young kids have seen Squid Game. <laughs> it's so brutal. Uh, but anyway, so Pogs was such a thing. And I thought I hadn't thought about that for years and years and years until it just popped into my head. And I was like, wow, amazing. What a, f what a simple, awesome, fun game. And it was more about collecting for me than, than actually the, the, the process. Um, but yeah, pogs. Okay, so I'm running out of time, but I am going to talk about uh, what you would consider the most annoying habit to be. And I know what it is. It's not chewing fingernails. It's not, I don't know, because I have a habit of chewing my cheek. It's when people cut you off. And I'm not talking about driving. I'm talking about in conversation. This drives me crazy. And I don't know what it is or like why I have so many people in my life that cut me off. Maybe because I just don't stop talking. Maybe I'm the one with the problem. I think I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> no, but you know, if you're kind of telling a story, because I'm hyper aware of when I'm having a conversation with somebody when they've tuned out. I know, right? I can tell. Like I know when I've over talked my talk <laughs> and people are like do 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 like looking around so I'm always hyper aware of like myself when I'm in a conversation but other people aren't I know that as I'm saying something they're thinking about what they're gonna say next and they're not even listening to what I'm saying and I feel like I've got like five or six people in my life that do this constantly so sometimes I find myself having to talk as fast as I can to say what I need to say before they tune out and start figuring out what they're going to say back. You know what I mean? It's like I'm telling an important story and the punchline is coming up. But I know that before I even get to the 
punchline of the story. And I don't mean punchline like a joke punchline. I just mean like the highlight of the story, like the whole point of the story. They're getting fired up to inject their two cents before I've even finished telling the whole thing. And it drives me crazy. And I wind up sometimes screwing up my story because I'm so focused on the other person interrupting me. And I love these people. I want to have a relationship and I want to talk to them, but it's like painful. It's so painful. It's like, that's why you don't tell these people <laughs> jokes because literally the punchline and not that I tell jokes anyway, but like sometimes, you know, it's just a funny story or something. And the funniest part is at the end, but they've already cut you off. Anyway, do you have people like this in your life? Is it just me? Am I the one with the problem? Fill me in in the comments down below. So now it's time for a segment, the final segment. I call it Kitty Twisters. And there's no intro, so that's fine. We'll survive. Okay, I've said this joke before, but I laughed again when I read it, so here we go. I'm getting so sick of millennials and their attitude. Always walking around like they rent the place. <laughs> I got my girlfriend a Get Better Soon card. She isn't sick, I just thought she can get better. <laughs> that would actually be funny for Valentine's Day. Get your Valentine as a joke. Just get him or her a card that says get better and not get well. That doesn't count. It's got to be get better. And then they're like, what? You're like, I think you could probably improve yourself a little. <laughs> Way to get dumped on Valentine's Day. My girlfriend said she was sick of me pretending to be a detective and that we should split up. Good idea, I said. That way we can cover more ground. <laughs> Some people I think are that delusional. Oh my goodness. This is, this is how good this is. It's pretty freaking boozy. Cause all that is is like booze and lime and lemon juice. Just fluff it up with some water. <laughs> oh yeah. I had to remove the battery from my carbon monoxide detector. The constant beeping was giving me a headache and making me feel sick. Ooh, this reminds me of a video that I watched of this lady crying on, I think Instagram story, or not stories, but Instagram reels. And uh, she was talking about how she delivers food to people that place like online orders. And typically she just goes and leaves it on the porch. But this time she kind of had this feeling that she need she needed to knock on the door and like help this person because the message was that, oh, my disabled father needs this food. And so she went into the house and could see that he was very sick and like was do not doing well. And she could smell propane. And she realized that this guy, this old man who was disabled already was not doing very well and assumed that there was some sort of gas leak. So she texted the lady that placed the order that she had the suspicion that there was a potential gas leak and that this old man needed help and whatever. And it turned out that there was a gas leak. She was crying, telling the story because she received a $100 tip from like the daughter. And it was a really like touching story. And she was so emotional. And her, her message was, if you suspect something, then check, like check, trust your gut. If she hadn't trusted her gut, potentially that guy would have died and all this stuff. So like, I don't know. It was just touching and she was super emotional about it. And I just love that woman. I don't even know her. Just so you know, leave a little crack. 
in your cocktail shaker, whatever the hell called, Bill pulled up a stool at his favorite bar and announced, My wife Susie must love me more than any woman has ever loved any man. What makes you say that? The bartender inquired. Last week, Bill explained, I had to take a couple of sick days from work. Susie was so thrilled to have me around that every time the milkman or mailman came by, she'd run down the driveway, waving her arms, hollering, My husband's home! My husband's home! <laughs> take it as you will. Growing up, my dad said that we should treat him like a god. So we pretty much ignored him until we were sick, hurt, or broke. <laughs> Where do horses go when they get sick? The hospital. Well, that concludes Kitty Twisters. All right, everyone, that concludes episode 42 of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I hope that you enjoyed it. I'm going to be putting the Shimmery Lovers recipe down below in the description box. Please like this video if you enjoyed it and uh, subscribe if you have not already. Check out my Patreon page. All the links will be down below in the link tree link. You'll see, it'll say my links and from there you can get anywhere. Uh, besides like France or, you know, it's not like a teleportation button, but close enough. <laughs> Anyway, and um, and email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, jokes. I'm running low on material here. Material here. <laughs> Let me just finish this. Well, thank you all very, very much for joining me for the special Valentine's Day episode. I hope you have an amazing Valentine's Day, whether it be with someone you love, someone you hate, yourself your dog, whatever. It doesn't matter. It is just another day. Make sure that if you can, make the person that you're with feel a little bit special. And it doesn't take much, you know? Like offer just a back tickle or something. Uh, just a little word of advice. And thank you, Manscaped, <laughs> for sponsoring this podcast. That link will be down below, 20% off. All right, everyone, I will see you next week unless you subscribe and you could see me shortly for a bikini try on. Thanks for tuning in. 